0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Film Club podcast, where every week me and Miss Boo take turns bringing in a movie. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but we always have fun here at the Film Club. Miss Boo, how are you?
1: I'm doing good today because today's my pick, but I'm also a little sad because anime is ending.
0: It is the end of our animation month and. I'm kind of interested to know how you felt about it, because I know you're not a big anime fan before this, Mm-mm. and I want to know if you are after this, but we'll save that till till the end, so you know, it gives people I, something to wait on.
1: Because I know you did have a question for me in the last episode. I did. And I think we're going to save it till the very end.
0: Yep, you refused to answer my questions, like always, but we will get answers. So, this movie this week is something that's near and dear to your heart that I remember kind of from a, my childhood and became a cultural touchstone for children around the world.
1: It did. So. And for this child right here, so today's pick is going to be Pokémon the first movie Mewtwo strikes back.
0: That's a lot of title.
1: It is. That's why I just call it Pokémon the first movie.
0: I like how I like how just confident that is. They they just marketed this as the first movie. They knew they were getting sequels.
1: Oh. Yeah, Pokemon the is a
0: balls on these people.
1: Pokemon is a cash cow. It brings in so much money way back when. Today, I mean we go to Frankenson's and, and they have like Pokemon booths.
0: Mm-hmm. Those
1: booths are always jamming. Yeah. There's always card selling, there's uh stuffed animals being sold, uh just random stuff. They're always Somebody's walking around with something Pokemon.
0: Oh yeah, and also since Pokemon Go became the huge cultural phenomenon that swept the world for like six months,
1: remember like the first week when Pokemon Go came out and there was actual world peace.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. It, it was, was awesome. amazing. Why couldn't we go back to that? Jesus Christ, I would have, I would have elected Pokemon Go president if, if in that six month period because it actually got world peace.
1: It was great. I mean, I haven't played Pokemon Go in a long time. We both stopped playing around the same time because it was just becoming way too much.
0: It was like, well, it got around to Gen 2. Well, I stopped playing because it got to Gen 2, and I was like, I don't recognize any of these Pokemon. Yeah. I was a Gen 1 kid, and even then, Pokemon was something that I remember fondly as a, as a child yeah. that I hadn't thought of for, like, 10 to 15 years.
1: Yeah, because I think I kept going till maybe Gen 4.
0: Oh, yeah, because Pokemon was your, your thing growing up, right? Oh, that yeah. was your childhood. A-
1: absolutely. Yeah. You know, Pokemon landed in the States, and I just, I was one of the demographics that just went nuts for it. And playing Pokemon Go, uh, you know, like you, I didn't know the other gens because I stopped with like the first season of Pokemon, you know, when it was still the good starters. Yeah, the
0: Indigo League and all yeah. that
1: stuff. Yeah. And. You know, realistically, when I was catching Gen 4 stuff, it was to power up my Gen 1 stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I was still focused on the Pokemon of my childhood. And, you know, billions of years later, I'm still a huge fan of Pokemon. And I'm very grateful that you encourage my love for this. Well,
0: yeah, because it's like the one nerdy hobby you have left.
1: Yeah, because I used to be a, a big Pokemon card collector. When they first came to the States, I mean, I had, you know, hollows of... uh,
0: Yeah, all the Charizards, the Bulbasaur, the Squirtles. You had everything, right?
1: Just about. uh, I only ever pulled one hollow Charizard. Mm. Uh, Blastoise and Venusaur, I had multiples of those. But Charizard, my favorite Pokemon, only ever pulled one. Mm -hmm. Tragically, I lost all my cards during a move. And a couple of years ago for Valentine's Day... Dean got me a, a hollow Charizard for a gift, and
0: I did because I'm a good boyfriend.
1: Yes. And also
0: I'm very nerdy because I was able to just find that somewhere. And, but don't worry about it. And
1: that's something that I've talked about for years. You know, that's like one of like the most tragic things that I, I lost. That was d- near and dear to my heart. Your, your
0: Charizard,
1: my Charizard, my hollow Charizard.
0: But yeah, and then we have this movie,
1: which is oh, kind of trash. It's not trash. It's gold.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. So, gold and trash are relative. But I'm going to I'm gonna be open with my opinions on this as movie. As you usually are. As I usually am. I'll be open with my opinions at the start. And I'm going to say this. I ain't going to yuck anyone's yum. If you dig this, you dig this. I completely understand. This movie, I can see, is a huge nostalgia trip for people. Oh, yeah. Like, watching this, not going to lie, I had a nostalgia trip. For, like, the first 15 minutes. And then... Well, okay, maybe not the first 15 minutes, because the first 15 minutes of this is a horror movie. Yeah. But, like, you know, I I got my nostalgia trip going on. Mm -hmm. Because, like, oh, it's Pokemon. I remember the animation. I remember, you know, oh, Ash and then the weird stuff. And all the... You know, having,
1: having Brock and Misty with him. Brock
0: and Misty. I remember, oh, there's Pikachu, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, my boy. Favorite Pokemon of all time. Best one. Always picked him. And... It was it was interesting, right? Yeah. But then the movie started. And then the song kicked in. And I was ready. Like no meme. Like I I how old am I? I'm like 26, 27, whatever. I'm I'm yeah. I'm a, a grown ass man. And I was ready to to headbang to the butt rock that is Pokémon's theme. Oh yeah. I was ready for that. And it's not in the movie.
1: It's not. It's, it's it's a remixed version of the original song. And I'd forgotten that it's not the actual theme in the movie.
0: It's it's the theme, but it's like the long one. It's the full song and it's sung by a different no, band. No, it,
1: it, it's the same guy. It's the same guy? It's the same guy, but they just remixed the original song. To make it differ from the show, but...
0: To be it, like, this is the movie version, everybody. Yeah,
1: and it's it's very 90s, if you listen to this remix. Oh my
0: god, it is.
1: And it's like, I, I would have appreciated the, the regular theme. because Because, yes. I mean, that theme is a banger. If you play that, you know, now, today, people are going to jam out to it.
0: Almost got into a car accident with my buddy, because he was jamming the Pokemon theme while he was driving, And no meme, we're, we're driving down like a main road and he takes his hands (laughs) off the wheel and yells Pokemon and does like the fist bump and a, and a truck pulls out in front of him and he swerves into the center divider because he's like, oh shit, I, I was jamming out to Pokemon. I didn't see that truck. No, no one was hurt. We went into the center divider, which was, you know, and jammed into a bunch of bushes. Yeah.
1: I remember that. And we
0: spun out, but it was, it was fun. And then afterwards, I was like, dude, like, no more Pokemon in the car. And he was like, fine. And then he just put on the Yu-Gi-Oh theme, which was next in his Spotify. And I'm like, how the fuck are you having a child? How? (laughs) Like, what the actual fuck, dude? But whatever.
1: And I mean, many a time, me and my brother have driven around. And yes, we do play the Pokemon theme. Yes. While playing Pokemon Go. So, yeah. It's important. It's a thing. But always drive responsibly when playing the Pokemon theme in your car.
0: It's dangerous. It is. It's it's like a it's like a DUI, you know. Or sorry, it, it's a PUI Pokemon under the influence, you know. It's, it, a thing. it's
1: true. Once you get in, it's hard to get out. Yeah. So, I know this is my pick. Yes. But do you remember when you saw this for the first time?
0: This movie came out in what ninety nine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I probably didn't see it in the theater because I. Yeah, I don't think I saw it in the theater. I definitely saw it when it came to like Toonami or Cartoon Network because mm-hmm. that that's where I watched Pokémon. I'm pretty sure it was on like Toonami or Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. or it might have been on Kids WB. Yeah. So whenever it hit on there for the first time I saw it cuz I probably saw this movie in 2000 or 2001. Mhm. That's when I saw it for the first time, but I know somebody here saw it the first day it came out at the world premiere and she remembers the The wind chill, the temperature, the rain.
1: I mean, it wasn't the world premiere, Mm because granted, I was, it's 99, so I was 8 years old when this came out. I saw it at uh, Edwards in Long Beach, Mm -hmm. over by the Barnes & Noble that we go to sometimes. Yeah. So I went and saw it at that big theater with my dad, and uh, I mean, what made it special on top of seeing, you know, the first Pokemon movie in the theater was that they were giving out like uh, promotional cards. Yeah. So you weren't sure what you were going to get. I landed Mew my first trip to go see this.
0: You were, your first trip to go see this. So you saw this multiple times in the theater.
1: I wish. I only got to see it the one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Mew, and then I think when I got the VHS, that's when I got Mew 2, the card. Yeah. And, of course, I lost those. So I'm currently in the market of trying to restore my Pokemon collection. From when I was a kid. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I got to see this in the movie, and it was mind-blowing seeing it on a big screen you're versus like, seeing it... You the TV's so big! It was huge! Yeah! <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was a cool experience of seeing it, and you're right with it starts off as a horror movie.
0: Oh, my God, it does. Because that was fascinating, how this movie starts. Because, like, Mew awakens, and he's been cloned, and he has this whole existential crisis of, like... What am I? Am I even, am I really alive? Am I just a cheap imitation? What, what? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is me?
1: And when I was watching this, you know, because I've seen this movie a lot. And again, I saw it in the theater. And I was just like, I, I I'm like, the depth. The,
0: yeah, I got a question. When was the last time you saw this before the podcast?
1: Oh, it's got to be maybe 15 years. It's been a very long time.
0: And you probably still, but but before that, this was like, on repeat in in the Boo's childhood, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Mm, maybe, because I watched some pretty some pretty good movies in my childhood, so yeah, it, it was one on the list. But you know, I completely forgot about that first sequence with them, you know, creating Mewtwo in the lab, and mm-hmm. you know, once he becomes aware and who am I, what am I, why am I, and
0: eh. and then Giovanni shows after after Mew. Kills the entire island. This movie yeah. starts off with like a massacre.
1: A massacre blows up the the island, and, and then just...
0: Giovanni shows up mm-hmm. and like entices Mew into like his his like evil organization, mm-hmm. and then Mew realizes like, oh, I am the master now, and then like flies off, and mm-hmm. it's then he has like this floating like like Death Star thing that he chills yeah. in because Pokemon, yeah. And it's, like, the first 15 minutes of this movie are, like, uh, solid fucking gold. Because I'm, like, this is so weird, but it's awesome.
1: And I completely forgotten. I, w- I walked oh, into yeah. this and I was just, like, like really? I sat through this and I really had to think, I'm like, yeah. I remember sitting through this and be like, what? I'm, like, this is not, like... This is not
0: Pokemon. I'm like, this
1: is not how we start our episodes. And it's not until, like, maybe... The twenty minute mark,
0: mm-hmm. once
1: we meet up with Ash and we get the original narrator, and it's just like you know we follow Ash from Pallet Town. Like yes, yes, yes.
0: Okay, <laughs> now I gotta on the thing of the original narrator. So I know that this movie was meant to be the series finale uh, yeah. at original conception. It was yeah. meant that was what the first Pokemon movie was gonna be. Was it's the series finale and blah blah blah. And then they found out yo, we can make infinite money with this yeah so you're not gonna like end the series just do a movie mm-hmm. and then this kind of evolved from that but like the movie feels like it's three-ish four-ish episodes of the show just jammed together right yeah it, it's all i can feel where the the commercial breaks are supposed yeah. to be in the movie yeah
1: well, I mean, you uh, also saw it on TV, too. Yeah, so, I saw it on TV. So you got to see it with commercial breaks. Yeah. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying, because... You like, even
0: there, narr- I, I yeah. watched the movie like normal people do now. Yeah. You know, stealing it online. Of course. And it even feels like watching it, like, uninterrupted, it feels like this is supposed to be, like, cut up. Mm-hmm. And also, the movie's not very long. Like, how, how long was uh... it for you? I think mine was, like, only an hour, ten minutes. Yeah. it was short I
1: think so it it wasn't as long as Spirited Away
0: well Spirited Away is like two hours it's a full feature length film
1: yeah I thought I'm like because it's been a while since I've seen this so I'm like maybe it's an hour 30 and then it was like an hour 5 an hour 10 I'm like oh that's not too bad
0: yeah and it (sighs) okay this movie is so fucking weird I'm gonna keep (laughs) saying that because it really is it's a movie about pocket monsters how can it not be I love it I know I know you do and I'm not. And again, I, back to what I'm, I'm. I was saying, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. Mm-hmm. If you like this, I completely understand. This is the purest, most distilled form of nostalgia. Oh yeah. You could probably get for like Pokemon, like because I'm going to say this is way more watchable than the show is. At least, at least for me. For
1: you, yeah. Yeah, because I, I really enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I tried watching the new stuff and just didn't do anything for me
0: well there's no nostalgia there for you there's no
1: nostalgia uh, ash isn't played by the same voice artist that he was in the first season so it's like you're seeing him and you're seeing pikachu but it, it's not really them because mm. even pikachu's drawn a different way now yeah he's a lot thinner now and it's just like i like you know chubby pikachu you know yeah. giving ash a hard time yeah
0: and so Like, for me, it's just, like, this is one of those things that I've discovered about myself. There's certain things from my childhood that I can't really watch anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's not because I'm, like, a pretentious or cynical asshole. It's just what I liked as a kid is not really what I like now. Yeah. And I can kind of see the cracks in the armor. There's some things I can still watch. Yeah. No full well. They're not great. But, like, yeah, I tried to watch the first season of Pokemon and I couldn't do it. Well, it I was mean, so hard to watch.
1: Well, I mean also Pokemon was a lot more important to me than it was to you cuz yeah. I know you're really into Yu-Gi-Oh. So Yes.
0: And and by the way, for for people out there like Yu-Gi-Oh is better than Pokemon hands down. I'll I'll stake my claim on that.
1: And I'm going to disagree I, but
0: And I can st- I can still watch Duelist City to this day. It is amazing. Duelist City I, is great.
1: I don't think I've seen anything Yu-Gi-Oh.
0: I y- Ah. Y- uh, uh, mm. <sighs> so this is the end of the podcast ladies and gentlemen uh, I guess this is is where we call it you know it's been a good run I, I hope to see you all next year uh, good day
1: you feel good getting that out of your system? a little
0: bit but yeah like no Yu-Gi-Oh is something I can still go back to that still has enough nostalgic vibe for me and this movie I feel you need a little bit of that nostalgia juice to really let some of the Scenes of this movie go right,
1: yeah, because I mean, you know, it's little things in this movie, like you know, hearing um, Team Rocket's theme. Oh, god, I mean, that you... shit took
0: me back. I, I was eight years old for like a solid six seconds. Oh, yeah. Team Rocket was my favorite part of all of Pokemon, they were Bar great, none. so yeah,
1: you know, he, you know, hearing their theme, uh, when they're in the clone lab and they have the big screen and you know, they're doing the DNA testing. Who's and, that Pokemon? Yeah, when, when uh, James does that, it's just like, oh my god, you know. How? But that's so cheesy! Doesn't matter, you lived for that at the end, you know, at the like middle of the episodes when they'd play it right no, for you, a commercial. you
0: live for the Pokey rap
1: Ooh, the pokey rap was good.
0: And I'm mad there's not a pokey rap in this film.
1: That's true, there is no pokey <sighs> I used to know the pokey rap
0: I, uh, mmm could have been a doctor but it decided to use that brain space to learn the Pokérap. i feel that is the majority of our generation
1: that would be correct yes
0: okay okay but yeah so i guess let's talk about the actual movie because we kind of just tiptoeing around it a little bit because pokemon's a complicated thing but this movie's not that complicated so or is it yeah i'm I'm going with a big fat no because also the moral of this movie at the end flies in the face of the other, like, 150-something <laughs> episodes that came before this. <laughs> but, boo, why don't you just give us the quick rundown of the our plot here, if we can call it that.
1: All right, so a couple... A couple, I'm sorry. A team of scientists find, you know, ancient artifacts and decide to create... A super Pokemon, the strongest Pokemon of all the Pokemon, thinking that, oh, this isn't going to cause any problems. Of course not. So, said... Jurassic park. Exactly. So, said, you know, again, 90s movies. Yes. Uh, said Pokemon is created, Mewtwo, and Mewtwo ends up being a baddie and is stronger than strong and massacres everyone on the island mm-hmm. and is very woke and, you know, I'm going to be the ruler of this world. Yeah. And decides to kidnap Nurse Joy. So he has a pawn to invite all the Poke Trainers to his lair so that he can steal their Pokemon. While, you know, giving them the the false guise of, you are here to train against the world's greatest Pokemon master. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Ash wanting to be the best of the best.
0: The best that ever was. The best there ever was. As the literature says, yes.
1: Yes. uh, Decides to weather the storm. That we find out is manufactured, so only the best and the strongest Pokemon and their Pokemasters make it out to this island. And this is when they encounter Mewtwo, Mm -hmm. and he challenges all their Pokemon, their best Pokemon, steals them, and it is a mortal fight to restore the balance between Mm -hmm. Pokemon and their Pokemasters, and saving Earth from Mewtwo. Yeah. Cuz he not only wants to take all the Pokémon, he wants to rule the world.
0: Of course. And
1: Everyone wants to rule the world. Exactly.
0: That's what that's what the song says. Yeah. And if we anybody's wondering, we left nothing out. That is the entire plot of the movie. That is. Yes. That is everything that happens in this movie. Yes. and he, yes. And it's an interesting plot mostly because I think Mewtwo is so interesting of a character and yeah. I and I understand that Mew is weird because this movie was completely changed in the translation. Yeah. Because in Japan, this has a completely different story. Completely different story. It's like not even the same movie. No. And in the American one, they made Mew, Mewtwo, this kind of emotionalist tyrant thing. And Mm -hmm. they said it was a mistake. But I think it's fascinating when you see this, like, this like super villain bad guy in a Pokemon movie, yeah. and it's so fascinating. And I'm watching it. I'm trying to understand what is this guy on? Like, what's Muse like motivation and all this other stuff? And you're you find it out, and it's cool. And at the end of the movie, Ash is like, the, the power of friendship, I I cure you of your existential questions of what is what is yourself and humanity, and can do you have a purpose if you're a." Clone and all this other stuff.
1: Well, act of friendship and act of love.
0: I'm going. I'm going with the power of friendship. I'm going with that.
1: No, I, I'm gonna go with, with well,
0: the power of love.
1: Exactly do. because you know Ash makes the ultimate sacrifice, and it's not you know a thing of you know he just you know goes out to collect. It's like no, he loves his Pokemon.
0: I got a. I got some issue here. Okay, you so, always do. So, Ash. Spoiler for a twenty. 20- two-year-old movie so ash gets like myrtleized at the end right he dead. he's yeah. turned to stone or yeah, whatever
1: he, he runs in between mew and mewtwo battling and ultimately turns into stone
0: yeah he dead yeah and i thought again it's been a while i knew ash wasn't actually dead but i thought at the time this movie yeah. was released the tear that this is when you cried right in,
1: oh definitely yeah
0: yeah yeah you i imagine not a dry eye in the house no yeah as your dad is sleeping next to you in the theater seats.
1: Yeah. Yes. Correct. So,
0: I'm thinking, man, this movie comes out at the time. What if they actually went ahead and like killed Ash? That's, like, what, if that's I what I thought was going to happen. Because
1: that's what we all thought. You know that the series was ending with the movie, mm-hmm. and it's like you're going to end the series with Ash just dying.
0: I'm thinking. I'm just saying, if they did that, I would have liked that better than what happens in the movie because. When the fuck did Pokemon get the ability to raise the dead with
1: tears? Well, I mean, they... And why yeah. does that never come up again? I mean, they said it, you know, uh, when they're at the the, the boathouse or wherever, trying to get to the island, and they're talking about this great storm and how something had happened, and the tears of the, the Pokemon were able to stop the storm... I might have checked out for, like, five minutes when, when she was making her speech. Yeah,
0: most people checked out when she started making the speech about the spirits and the and the lore. Yeah. And I'm like, what the actual fuck are you going but, on But, you know,
1: eight-year-old me at the time isn't thinking about that. I'm thinking about, you know, when are we getting to the stadium? When are we going to see the battle? So it's like, yeah, you know, I completely forgot about that. And, you know, yeah, you get the tears of all the Pokemon that are so sad that... I, I
0: understand Sadness happens, but they raise the dead. When can Pokemon do this and does not happen in any of the other series?
1: I wouldn't know, because I've only watched the first yeah. and a couple of one of the latest ones. There,
0: There's Deus Ex Machina, and then there's Deus Ex Pokemon. She, ah, they're just like, yo, we're going to kill Ash off, and it's going to be like metal. We're going to like face these kids with like grief and like what sadness is and then we're gonna like have them like try and like rise above it. and then Mew's gonna like understand the consequences of his actions and he's gonna like go off and it's gonna be a whole thing and we're gonna follow like Brock and Misty in the aftermath if we have to do a sequel to this
1: also but also, they're like
0: no Pokemon are now able to raise the dead ah <sighs> uh, sorry
1: also I did enjoy because it's been a while since I've seen this movie that Brock still falls in love with anybody. Yes. And the fact that he still, you know, recognizes Nurse Joy, even when she's covered up and in disguise. Yes. And under hypnosis. Yes. And he always cooks really good food because that stew in the beginning <sighs> of the movie. We get, How good, how good we, did that look?
0: We get it, boo. The only reason you watch anime is for the food.
1: I mean, that food is always chef's kiss. Is, the, is this why
0: you like anime food? Because in Pokemon, it was a point to show Brock cooking things.
1: Maybe, because his food was always...
0: This is why Boo likes Pokey and Sushi. Is because of Pokemon.
1: Maybe. But I've been eating Pokey and Sushi probably since around the time I started watching the show. Yeah.
0: Th- there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. We, we've we've discovered something. But, yeah. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. But, yeah. Like, I'm not saying it's... I... Okay. I feel bad trying to critique this movie cuz I know exactly what what this movie is. It's a kids movie. Yeah. It's meant to play to kid to like really little kids. Like this is I don't think this is a kids movie you show to like a 10-year-old. Why not? Or a 12-year-old or something like that. This feels like a movie you show to like a 6, 7, 8-year-old, right? This isn't Okay. Say what would you say the age bracket of this film is? If you had to show this to a to a child who has no idea what Pokemon is.
1: I mean, I think it could be five and up.
0: Five and up. So you would show, like, a 12-year-old this, and you think they would, like, dig it.
1: I mean, as much time as we spend at Frankinson's and seeing all the Pokemon booths Look, there. Look, before you people, go on, most
0: of the people we see at Frankensons at those Pokemon booths are in their mid-30s. If they got kids there, it's because the kids are following Dad around as he's buying Pokemon.
1: Exactly. And you, we walk around seeing kids holding on to Pokemon-stuffed animals. So it's a thing where Pokemon just ranges in age. It just, you know, I, it depends I, who uh, it appeals to. I
0: understand that, but through the quality of the film by five itself. Five and up. Five and up, okay. Because
1: it's entertaining enough to keep probably a five-year-old focused on the screen. And the story has enough depth to keep somebody of our ages, you know, kind of interested in, oh, wow, they're going back to lore. They're they're doing this. Okay. Okay.
0: The depth of this film starts at Mewtwo and ends at Mewtwo. Yeah, because the moral of the story at the end, where they're like, "No, the Pokemon are fighting, not like this." Oh, oh, the the pain of violence and the rages of war. Oh, why have we, why have we done this? And I'm like, you, this so this show's about cockfighting. People, real, you you guys realize that when you wrote this, your show's about cockfighting. And you're saying, oh my god, the Pokemon, they shouldn't be fighting like this. You mean without you ordering them around?
1: Well, that and, you know, Pokemon battles are, you know, okay, your Pokemon faints. You're done. They just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. And no one's ever really going to win or lose because they're clones of each other. They're the same dna they're the same you know they're gonna fight the same i
0: understand that but the moral of the story i think is you're
1: looking pitch. way too hard into this i'm i'm
0: not it's it's stated it's not like oh this weird subtext that i'm pulling stuff. up it's stated in the story this is like nurse joy says oh they're fighting not like this pokemon yeah. should never fight like this but it's, okay, so Pokemon shouldn't fight, but it's okay for them to fight if you're ma- if you're ordering them around. It's not a huge leap in logic here. I feel the moral of the story is just kind of muddled, but again, I can't shit on it because I understand that's a good message for kids. Yeah. You shouldn't fight. Violence isn't the answer. Yeah. You know, you understanding we're, you know, all the same everywhere. And also the, the thing where Mewtwo and at the end is like, we're all the same everywhere. We're all just different blah blah, blah. I, I get that you know yeah. peace joy and love around the world but when it's in the context of pokemon i have issue because there's a hundred something episodes before this that says yo like cockfights are totally cool and gambling on them for badges a-okay listen to your pal ash catch them
1: you know you wanted the badges when you were growing up. I
0: absolutely did. There's, I've only ever shoplifted once and I was seven. And it was, and it was the little Pokemon badge things they had at, like, grocery stores. And my mom was very angry and then I had to go back to the store and give them back. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: you gotta earn your badges. You don't just steal them.
0: I learned this lesson. I cannot be a member of Team Rocket, as I've discovered. But, the- look... I'm not. I'm not even like that mad about it. It's just one of those things where it feels tonally confused in terms of like c- and like cinematic language and you know mm-hmm. themes and all this like high-minded weird like bullshit that really doesn't matter. Like s- film analysis. Yeah. In terms of like pure film analysis, this movie is confused. But in terms of like entertainment and like context and like what what this movie actually is, it's. <sighs> It's fine, and I get it, and it's really, and it is enjoyable. I did enjoy watching this. It was kind of fun seeing, you know, the Pokemon and Bulbasaur, and, like, yes. I just really like watching Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur's my favorite, besides the point. I had a little nostalgia trip going on. But, yeah, the, the themes of the movie are just so weird. Like, you gotta admit that it's a really mixed message of violence isn't the answer, but... You, it's okay for you to for violence to be the answer for the other hundred episodes leading up to this. It's a little no, confused. I,
1: no, I get that it's confused, but again, we're we're dealing with
0: Pokemon. No, we're
1: dealing with Pokemon, and we're dealing with the the jeopardy of the universe at stake. Yeah. So, you know that you know the issue of you know that's not how Pokemon are supposed to fight. That's irrelevant to, you know, we've got a... a The the
0: larger issue at hand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I get that. It's just like, mm, mm,
0: mmm. Mmm. Yikes. All right. That's that's as much more as I'll go on it for that topic. But yeah. Also, they make a Minnesota Vikings joke in this. And I I'm was a, just going to say that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm all like, right. that, that
1: was great. I no, forgot about no, that joke. And I was no. just like...
0: fuck this movie and fuck the Vikings.
1: <laughs> That's the only reason Dean's getting upset. He's a huge Packers fan.
0: They stole Brett Favre. I'm still salty. It's been like 10 years. But whatever.
1: But, I mean, you guys uh, want to ask him about Tom Brady. You... <laughs> fuck Tom Brady
0: and fuck the Patriots and the Buccaneers. But besides the point. <sighs> Boo. All I'm saying is that... You cannot look at me as a grown-ass woman and tell me that this movie is 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 quality cinema.
1: I know you guys can't see us right now, but I'm looking Dean in the eyes and telling you, as a Pokey fan, from 97 and up, this is a quality film. Suck on that.
0: Alright, alright. I'll agree to disagree.
1: And even then,
0: like, I can't even disagree that much because... Honestly, this is a great, like, kids movie to yeah. show, like, a really, just show, like, little kids. I'm I'm pretty sure, like, 11, 12, 13 are probably not going to, like, dig this because it's pretty medium. But, like, if you have, like, seven, like 5, 6, 7, 8, yeah, yeah they're going to dig this. It's, that's what I'm saying. it's colorful, you know, it's fun, it's Pokemon, they're going to dig it.
1: That's what I'm saying, you know, 5 and up, you know, 13 and, and around that area, you never know. But at the same time...
0: they're they're
1: a generation where they're still growing up with Pokemon so it could be a nostalgia bomb for them but they also may have never seen this version because there's so many Pokemon movies now
0: oh god I think I looking this up I had to keep texting you which Pokemon movie are we watching are we watching the first one Pokemon 2000 are we watching Pokemon like forever are Mm -hmm. we watching Pokemon 22 there's 26 Pokemon movies I think yeah yeah this is a franchise that will never die.
1: I, I hope not, because I love it, and you're always very encouraging with it. You give me cards from it all the time so that we can learn how to play. So I'm not just a collector. I know actually how to play the game.
0: Yes, I try to be as cute as possible and get you nice Pokemon gifts, because I know how much it means to you.
1: But what we do need to get into is the actual video games for Game Boy. Because oh, I could never afford those as a kid.
0: Yeah, Game Boys were fucking expensive in the 90s.
1: Well, I mean, I had a Game Boy uh, color.
0: You were a rich girl, I see.
1: No, mine was used. That's what I thought. But I never got, like, uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. I think I
0: I have Pokemon Blue somewhere. I might have stolen it from a friend.
1: So I was like, you know, I'd like to get into the video games, because, again, that's a nostalgia trip.
0: I will say this. Like, the Pokemon games still hold up. I actually replayed Pokemon Blue couple of years ago because i was like bored oh when i I let
1: you borrow my my game boy
0: no no i got an emulator on like my i got an emulator on my phone because i needed something to do on like work breaks and i put on like pokemon literally as a way to kill time and i'm like this game is still great like it's really fun so if if pokemon the first movie i have my issues with pokemon the the very first game pokemon red flawless masterpiece Mm -hmm. But yeah, Boo, is there anything else you'd like to say about this movie? Because I know I rambled and kind of... I made valid arguments about this film. But do you have anything you'd like to bring up?
1: If you haven't seen it, go watch Pokemon, the first movie, The Strike of Mewtwo. If you have seen it, go watch it again. Because if you want to feel like you're deep in the 90s... Oh, yeah. You're going to feel like you're back at your old house... Just sitting there with a the Capri Sun.
0: Fruit roll-ups in hand.
1: Or fruit by the foot.
0: Oh, goddamn.
1: Maybe a, a pack of Doritos.
0: The 90s. I miss them. Well, other than that, Boo, why don't we kind of get to the wrap-up questions here? Right. Because I know we started this with telling people you never got into anime was never a thing you were into
1: just apart from pokemon
0: apart from pokemon but like let let's be honest here poke pokemon has been per- has permeated world culture so much it's it's not a foreign export anymore it, it's, it's just mainstream it's just the world now. yeah so with the caveat of pokemon being the childhood nostalgia bomb that mm-hmm. will forever have hold a place in your heart yeah out of all the other movies we watched this this month we have Perfect Blue, mm-hmm. the psychological thriller. We have Spirit, or sorry, Kiki's Delivery Service, the movie that literally showed Boo exactly what she wanted to be as a little girl. Mm-hmm. And we have Spirited Away, the Oscar-winning film that had a very interesting world that Boo got really into. And then we have you know Pokemon movie. Which one of these was your favorite this month?
1: Do you want to take a guess?
0: I'm gonna go with Kiki's Delivery Service because it had a cat in it.
1: And you would be correct.
0: Of course. Always go with the cats.
1: Cats, and I really love the story. Mm -hmm. I loved how simple it was. I love the dynamic of the characters, Kiki and her cat, Kiki and um, uh, Tombo. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's... Yes, I will forever love Pokemon. It's been in my life forever, but it was nice seeing, you know, different genres of anime and Mm -hmm. really getting into a new story.
0: Yeah. Now... The other question, Miss Boo. Yes. Are you going to continue on your anime journey after this month? We've introduced you to some really interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you never saw any Studio Ghibli stuff. Nope. Now you saw them, and both the ones we've seen are great. Yeah. And all of them are of that high quality. You know, you never saw Perfect Blue, and you thought you were going to hate it, and you watched And you're like, anime can actually tell, like, really adult cerebral stories that are... Really, really well told in this form.
1: As being a fan of psychological thrillers. As a
0: fan being of psychological thrillers. Now, do you think you would continue on with your anime journey? I will. You will? I will. Ooh, buddy. I've
1: kind of, you know, had my eyes open to this and especially Studio Ghibli.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd
1: love to, you know, see what else they have to offer because I know they have a ton more films that mm-hmm. are so beloved and critically acclaimed. So, I'd like to venture there, and, you know, eventually I'll venture out into some more darker anime films, like Perfect Blue, because I like the the thrill, the suspense. Yeah,
0: and that's not even all of anime. Yeah. I'm gonna let you, it's a huge Oh, world. I know. They got they got a little something for everybody. So, Boo, if you, on your new anime journey, if people wanted to keep up with you, where could they go? And where could they keep up with us?
1: Well, I think before we go there, we have to introduce our new theme month coming up next month.
0: Oh, yes. Because we're jumping into
1: June, so that means we're kicking off the summer.
0: We are kicking off the summer. So, Miss Boo, I believe next month we're going to be going to camp.
1: Oh, yeah. We're going camping next month.
0: Yes, we're going to film camp here at the Film Club. And, Boo, what's the first movie we're going to be watching
1: well, I believe since today was my pick.
0: Oh, yeah. Next
1: week is your pick.
0: It is my pick, and I'm very excited because next week we'll be watching Camp Nowhere, which is a film very much of the 90s. Oh, yeah. A film that I own on VHS from the 90s. I could believe it. That also has Christopher Lloyd in it from the 90s.
1: Because Christopher Lloyd is Dean's spirit animal.
0: He is wonderful. He was frozen today. And, yeah, I'm, I'm going to dig that movie so much. Because that movie, that gives me a nostalgia trip. And I it's been a minute since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited to have a nostalgia trip going on. All right. But, yeah, boo. But where could they listen to that and where can they keep up with us?
1: Well, if you're not on, you know, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other streaming services that are available that our podcast is on, you can find us on YouTube on in the frame
0: yes and you can also listen to our sister podcast on there the double feature podcast where me and my buddy david bring two films together we talk about them compare them contrast them decide which one's better and we get a little pretentious about it because we're art school nerds and it's fun
1: but yeah and if you want to follow us on social media you can find us on instagram and facebook at the film club podcast
0: And you can bug Miss Boo about posting more anime content because somebody here has made a promise to watch more anime this year.
1: And we'll see when we put those episodes onto the podcast because we may save it for next May.
0: Who knows? But I think that brings us to an end here at the Film Club.
1: And we're waving goodbye to Anime Month and hello to camp. Camp Film Club. Peace. We'll see you next week.